Light Beer and Heavyweight Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Wagner, and I'm joined by... What's up, everybody? It's Sweet. And today we have our special guest, Bobby. And Bobby is a strength and conditioning coach in a high school in the cities. And so, Bobby, do you want to tell us a little bit about your position then? Nope. No? Uh, yeah, good podcast, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I'm a strength and conditioning coach at a high school, and my job is to just get the athletes... Um, ready for their season, but I mean, as we'll get into, um, it's a little, little trickier, especially at the high school level than it is, say, at a college where kids, like, they have to go or yeah. else you're not playing. Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to the strength and conditioning program, I mean, you, we talked about it a little bit, but so you don't work with teams at a time. You just get it. Anybody, any, a bunch of athletes from different sports in. It all comes down to who wants to show up. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, for a kid to go into a gym, obviously with that answer, you can kind of tell like probably not getting a lot, which is the problem. Yeah. Um, basically, like for ex- I can just kind of walk you through how it was um, this past year. Basically, I had like three baseball players. They got out of school early, so I would I would just get to the gym early. Because um, usually, I, like I start when school gets let out, mm-hmm. but I would just get there early because they wanted to work out. Gets more kids in the gym, and it's just, it's just more time out of my day. But yeah. But then, as soon as the uh, bell like bell rings, pretty much have football come in, and we ha- like we I had uh, dance girls for a couple months. Then honestly, it's just ab- like just kind of fill in here and there of just randoms who just want it. Because so you, you don't just work with college, with uh, high school athletes. You have you will work with anybody that wants to work. I will, but I like I t- like pretty much what I tell them. Like I'll I'll help anybody who um, has questions. But I mean my time my time is valuable. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not getting paid a shit ton of money. Yeah. But say somebody comes up and asks me like for like workouts or whatever, I pr- I pretty much I, I it's come to the point to where they're not on a team like i'm just gonna be like no like i need to focus on athletes that is that is my job yeah like i'm i'm glad you want to like do stuff but yeah if you're not if you're not an athlete if you're not on a team or whatever like i'm not gonna yeah and uh, i know like uh in my strength and conditioning program that i had in high school it was an actual class Mm -hmm. and you had to be an athlete to have it you had to have like what sport you did and then it's ha- like the permission slip signed by, signed by your coach. Then you got credit for it in school. So if you stopped going to, like, you can't just skip class. It was mandatory, to obviously, to go to class in high school. And so that so w- did you? Now my wheels are turning because that that actually sounds really cool. Yeah. And what it was, uh, did, was it during the day? Yeah. I there was there was uh, three so classes a day. It was basically your gym class. Yeah. Is my- yeah. It was. It's but it was only for athletes. It's called sports training, is what we called it. And the you had a sport Weird. specific yeah I know it's like we were doing sports or something uh, so we uh, they had a program though so the, the the teachers didn't actually teach much they just they, they'd show us how to do the workouts but they'd have a program so you type in their maxes and it throw out a percentage and like a hypertrophy yeah. and like it, it it was an accurate program because I mean writing them was pretty easy but they did they did like did these okay now. We're gonna get into a little pet peeve that I have. Did these teachers actually know what the fuck they were talking about? Two or, of them, or yeah, they, three of them did. Um, okay. One of them didn't really want to teach very much. He was a 
he like all of them were football coaches. One of them was amazing. He was the best per he could motivate anyone. He would either piss you off, light a fire under your ass, or he'd kick like threaten to kick you out of the class because you're you don't give a fuck, so why should he? And he said, I'm gonna cuss. I'm gonna like at one point this kid was maxing for bench and the kid was kinda, you know, dogging it. So he t comes up with his water bottle and dumps it on his head. I just it's a splash on his head. Yeah, and, and he, he was only lifting 135, and mm -hmm. the kid could bench 215. And so, but he, like he was just kind of like pussing out and like kind of he was having a slack day because it, he it was in the wrestling season and he was just like wrestlers when they get into seasons start cutting weight they just they can kind of lose motivation towards the end of it. Mm -hmm. So he just wanted to piss him off. Then that kid got a PR that day just because he was so pissed and. It worked. I mean, he was, he used to call me number two pencil. Because I held up a number two pencil and you disappeared. Number two. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it, he was, he was really good at motivating and he had like, he was really good at form. That he was so strict on form. And then the mm -hmm. next one, he was a college football player and he was, he was good, but he just couldn't figure out how to transfer what he was in his head to athletes. So they had the really good one who was really good on form and strict, like, very strict with people for the younger like freshmen sophomores then you moved up to junior senior and you had him and he kind of was slack but yeah. so i mean that was all during the day I, I i assumed that every school had that so then now i mean not even close yeah so this is kind of new for me talking to you about what you, happens to you i mean we, we so there were three classes a day mm -hmm. sometimes up to six of always full of tri like uh, student athletes and it showed we were the one of the best schools in Wyoming for for athletics. Yeah, and so I mean, I I, I can obviously I, see. I, yeah, I can I can that. see how that would benefit. And so like now, I to me it, it doesn't make sense in my head to like, oh well, we're gonna hire a strength and conditioning coach, but we're only gonna give them after school. Uh, yeah, it may, with how with how many uh, teams there are, mm -hmm. it's it it, it makes my job that much harder. And then on top of it, which is my my biggest issue, is I am told that. Um, kids, they they don't. We can't make them show up mm -hmm. unless they're in season, because it like, it whatever sport they're training for, we can't make them show up unless they're in season. Yeah, because then because then they're it's on like their like that sports time, but as you know, in order to get stronger, you have to live you, in the off it, season. Yeah, and it's you got to lift hypertrophy, and you can't usually lift hypertrophy. I mean, early season you can, but well, fuck! It's not even that at high school level. It's it, you need to learn how to do shit. You True. can't even get All into hypertrophy yet. It's you need to learn how to so fucking move. You're still on general prep, like you're still, basically. Yeah. And then when you show up whenever the fuck you want to, it's like so the, I, I am like I'm I scramble to try. You know, everybody's built different. Everybody mm -hmm. has a different starting point. Yep. I have to try to compensate for all of that on mm -hmm. um, where to progress and regress all that stuff and it's so what do the coaches do do they tell the athletes i want all of you in there in the gym every morning or after school every day do the coach because the coaches can if they the coaches coaches enforce it and they they build it up they don't want to it, well no they of course they want to but it, i mean it, i'm sure this is not speaking for all high schools obviously um but the high school I work at has kind of had like a losing culture and we're trying, we're trying to, f it, it's been like that forever. 
We also have when two. Say, we also have two high schools there, so we don't we don't get the cream of the crop for the city either. Well, I mean, you um, don't. It doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, kids who are the cream of the crop might go. We're probably going to go to the better high school, the one with the better sports team. Yeah, and you're going to kind of get what's left, but you will find some diamonds in the rough out there. I oh no, I'm not saying and, that and none he, of them are. Yeah. Um, so the coaches don't enforce. A strength and conditioning well, program? Well, dude, it's 2019. Everybody's a special snowflake. So what? It's fucking pathetic. Well, yeah. well okay, yeah. like, if a coach says, all right, Johnny, you are not going to play varsity unless you get in the gym and lift. Little Johnny's going to go home and t- cry to mommy and say, oh, I, c- I can't play the sport unless I go in. And then the mommy goes to the coach and it's like, did you tell my son blah, 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 then he can't lift? I will sue you. Dude, they, can't, I, they can't sue him. Oh, bullshit, dude. What, you can, what grounds? You, dude, you can you can sue... Somebody can sue McDonald's for coffee being hot and well, spilling... Like That, that, that like, case is under, dude, misunderstood. You just but. have to threaten a lawsuit. And it's, the school backs down? Yeah. I, they, I, it, I See, I just don't... like. It, we came, like, in my head, I mean, from high school, we came from the powerhouse. Everybody fucking hated us because we were... Yeah, still do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> everyone fucking hated us because we won all the time and we were good and they're like well your school's too big well we just split into two schools and we're still winning it's not a matter of oh we just like we, we just have the, like the cream of the crop or we just have more money or we just yeah. it's literally the mentality that they have the coaches oh, it say is, it, is a, you, it is a mentality like yeah. the football coaches all decided hey if you guys want to play get your ass in the gym there's a sign in sheet if you don't come to the gym, guess who's running in practice? Yeah. What? What's? What? They can't sue because they're not saying, "Oh, you guys aren't going to play." They're saying, "Well, here's our practice schedule. We're going to make you all the whole team run, not just you. If you don't come, then the team is going to motivate yeah, the rest it, of the team." It, the bit, the biggest thing to get uh, high school athletes in is peer pressure. Like, it is, that, and that's what I've been. That's what I've been saying to like the kids that. The teams aren't showing up. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like, dude, you you need you need to do something to get other guys in here. So unless you want to keep fucking losing, like you need to get other people in. So obviously, like uh, the next obvious next topic to go into is what is the biggest motivation for? Them? I mean, because I, I I've always like thought about different forms of motivation, and in cl- in school we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, intrinsic and extrinsic. Intrinsic would be internal motivation. Extrinsic would be something else that's motivating you, as in money, girls, light, like just mm-hmm. prizes. And when it's peer pressure, that's an extrinsic motivation. But that tends to be the best. It but it starts with the intrinsically motivated. So then, what I don't well, I, when it comes to high schoolers, what if, what do they? What motivates like the ones that you do have coming in to come in? Well, I mean, every kid's different. Yeah. But I, I, honestly, we're like I'm still trying to figure that out. I mean, like I just said, everybody's different. But like mm-hmm. I can just throw out like wait, like one thing we're thinking about doing because we haven't done it in a while. Those strength conditioning shirts, like the 700 pound club or yep. whatever, like doing shit like that and getting like a like. Or even putting it on a board, like mm-hmm. in the weight room, yeah. And just have like 500, 600, 700, and then they can like as they get stronger, like they can just keep on moving mm-hmm. up, and their name can be represented and stuff. Like I don't know, like so, like it's sometimes there's stuff they just don't seem very driven. Like mm-hmm. the, I I think it's more of like they're just clueless and they don't know what 
it actually takes to be like to be an elite athlete. They mm-hmm. just they see like on Instagram, they just they just see the finished products. They see highlight reels. They, That's all yeah. they see. They don't see like the work. Ga- guys the grind. guys getting up at four a.m. and going. They don't see any of that. Yeah, and I it's I all, can definitely all see about, that. It's all about flash. It's all and it's all talk. Mm-hmm. All talk. Yeah, and that that's a huge beast mode. Blah blah blah. Just that's a huge load of crap. But yeah, it take all it takes. I think <clears throat> is one athlete who is you need to find you need the, a leader. You, you need, need an alpha. Leaders. Yes, you need to find like. I mean, I'm not telling you. Obviously, I don't know what your student, your athletes are like. Your like, I don't, I don't know if there's like we can consider them students like for you. But I don't, I don't know what your students are like to where do you if you have those leaders that you think are capable. But it only takes one to try and motivate a team, and that mm-hmm. will spread. Once people start seeing that team doing so much better in their sports, mm-hmm. and then the other coaches are like, oh, shoot, like that, that strength and conditioning program actually works? Okay, like we should all try doing that. Yeah. I mean, and it's going to be harder to get like track athletes in there because a lot of the track athletes are like, well, I just, I'm so much faster if I'm lighter. Have you ever seen a freaking sprinter? Those guys are solid meat. Mm-hmm. Like the you saying Bolt's legs. It's a very weird choice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're solid. I mean, have you seen their legs though? I mean, I'm gonna, they're, I'm gonna, they're, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move over here a little bit. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're they're freaking solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can definitely somebody t- else is solid. Oh, hard as rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the ones who work out hard, they're the ones who do better. And so it, it, it seems obvious yeah. to us because we've been in the field. Well, one one thing, and especially for high school athletes, like they're they're novices. Mm-hmm. The one for sure. one one thing that I put up like in a sign I put up um, on my office window is basically it's along the lines of good pro good programs don't uh, determine your results, your effort does. Yeah, like I I could spend five hours trying to make a perfect fucking program mm-hmm. if you're just gonna give me a half-ass effort like yeah it i it doesn't matter the majority of programs nowadays like with colleges mm-hmm. are essentially textbook mm-hmm. they're all exactly the same they all have the same ideas or similar ideas i mean there's a few like mm-hmm. uh different ideas like stra- uh, um band assisted or like different ideas there well that that's that's and, just different that's just different tweaks like, yes it's not- but they're all essentially the same the difference between them is how good is that strength and conditioning coach at being able to get people into the gym and working hard and well the, uh, it it's not it's not just that I mean, and inspiring you're, you're them ta- outside you're, of the t- you're talking college though yeah i know sorry and yeah. i mean that, i'm talking like higher level obviously but like then it comes down like but it kind of is like a trickle down system when it comes to high school you don't you don't necessarily have the as good of athletes in there which i mean mm-hmm. kind of brings me to my next point like what where does your program differ right now for high school and college like are what is your goal for these high school athletes my number one goal is to well, i mean obviously get their lazy asses in the gym and stop playing fucking Fortnite. <laughs> but um dude I, like you guys laugh but it that's a serious problem really yeah like that like Fortnite <clears throat> is a problem Fortnite is a very big problem. <laughs> so, what is your like goal for these uh, high yeah. school athletes? Yeah. So, um, my my goal is to just get them get them in the routine of getting to the gym, mm-hmm. and two, it's lear- learning movements properly. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening. I can't remember. I think I'm, I might be mistaken. Joe Ken 
Oh yeah, strength conditioning yeah. coach. He developed the tier system. Yeah. But I was listening. I was listening to a podcast that he did, and he said the biggest problem that he sees with incoming freshmen is that they don't move correctly. They don't know movements properly, and so they waste a lot of time. So when I hear when I hear that, it's like to me that says, all right, my job at the high school level is to get them moving correctly, like mm-hmm. range of motion and all that stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm pretty fucking anal about technique, so yeah. I mean, it, it fits for me. Yeah, and but so now, the, again, it comes back to the motivation of getting people into the gym, so yeah, we can get them to do this form. And form is big, it's huge. But if they don't come in consistently and they're, they aren't they're able not, to they're work, they're not going to learn it. Yeah, they don't. They can't figure it like, out. So, like, so, like somebody like myself or you, um, we, we, we've had that time. To where we we could take like two weeks off and our form mm-hmm. is still good. Yeah, but that's what these kids don't realize is that they they don't have the motor patterns down. Like yeah, they you, haven't they, made their, their they, body ten thousand the ten thousand hour rule or whatever whatever the fuck. Yeah, there's a bunch of different shit for that. Yeah, but. they have the and they don't have they haven't built that muscle memory yeah. to be able to just come back to it and learn it real quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we've done that and we've gone through the whole process, but then it comes down to. Like the, when they're learning it for the first time, it takes time, and if they're not willing to put in that said time, they're not going to get it down, mm-hmm. and then they're not going to be as successful later on in school in college sports. That's they, what, dude. They won't even make it to college sports. Yeah, unless they are amazing athletes. Yeah, it, the majority aren't. And those stellar athletes, it it tends to be if if they're stellar, they want to keep getting better. Mm-hmm. And then when you have the when you have the nafs. Oh, they're yeah. uh, they're a little less motivated because I think kind of they don't they know they're not going to get to make into college sports and they're just kind of like well I'm just going to enjoy this while I can mm-hmm. and I why would I want to put like go put myself through all that pain when it's not going to do anything good yeah but I know I've noticed uh, I mean for, this is from my personal training side of it that a lot of the times kids who don't do anything in high school but then you see and like. If so if they're a bigger person in high school, and then they they find the gym on their own. They're insanely motivated once they start seeing results. More motivated than an athlete who was forced to be in the gym, then they stopped playing sports, and all of a sudden they're, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take it off. And then they just get way far out of it, and then they yeah, can't get back that, into well, it. Well, that, t- that ties back into motivation. Yeah, it's that only gets you so far. You need to want it. Yeah, I can't make you want it. Yeah, exactly. And so, and wait, that I'll actually tell you a story about that. Basically, uh, in the fall, I was—I'm not going to say what sport, but I was dealing with some pretty naffy people. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty fucking naffy. <laughs> Apparently, uh, like the the coach came. This was also at six a.m. too. Like that—that—that's that, when they worked out. They worked out before school. Those are nice. Yeah, and the kids be there oh yeah that's <laughs> favorite time to work out right yeah. there just right right away in the morning yeah, yeah. It's fantastic especially for a high, high school kid yeah. um but he comes in and uh he start he starts questioning me like how are they doing i'm like dude like i'm not getting a lot of effort from these kids like they like they just don't want to fucking be here he's like well, what are you doing to motivate them i'm like the fuck you mean i'm making the programs mm-hmm. they need to want it yeah i can't just come in with the new rah-rah speech every fucking day that's not that's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I'll encourage, like I'll encourage here and there. Like if they think they can't do a weight or something, like yeah. it's like, oh no, you're like you're moving fine. It, I, I know it's it's new to you, but like I'll like I'll encourage that way. Yeah, but you can't. But like I'm not gonna come in like do 
like lift this dumbbell for the gipper or whatever the fuck like yeah. it like it's <laughs> that's not how it works yeah that's a huge thing uh so what like when it comes to the gym and and in life in general so what like what motivates you i mean this is pussy <laughs> gotta love it <laughs> so so like uh when you're working with these athletes you gotta kind of look at it from an eagle eye view is from what i found when it comes to like the private sector side and it doesn't work with everybody you can do anything like you can try your hardest and try, like give them every tool in the book and you can try and show them different ways but sometimes you're just not going to motivate somebody i mean i i've worked with a client that was extremely overweight he wanted to change you could see and he want, really wanted to but didn't put in the effort mm -hmm. didn't want didn't change his lifestyles didn't didn't want to like set a goal to me, that's, his, his goals to, are just well to me like that's a contradiction like if you want it he, you're going to do it he knew he needed to i should say he had been told by medical professionals everything in the book I, anything that i could give him he's already been given 20 times before i i, I there's some people you can't motivate and i i you know you can motivate them but you can't inspire them because there is a difference between motivation because motivation is fleeting and it depends on the type of motivation it is again we talked about intrinsic and extrinsic uh, so if it's an extrinsic motivation and that motivation stops, then you're probably going to stop too. Mm -hmm. You need to light a fire. You need to get them intrinsically motivated to want to do it themselves. Yeah. And, and well, all, another thing that doesn't help is the body positivity movement. Mm. It's so fucking stupid. It's the only good thing about it is it helps prevent body dysmorphia to a point as in the, 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 no, the lower. that's not what it's for though. The, that's not what that's, it's for I feel, though. In my mind, that's what the only way I can justify it. I, I, I see what you're saying, but that's, but those think, are not. I think about the, it from the lower end though. Yeah. But, I think about it as in like body positivity, people who say, Oh my God, I hate myself and they don't really want to work out. They'd rather develop an eating disorder type of thing. Yeah. But they, my, my point is that's not what that movement, the movement is about. The movement's like, that, oh, that's that bullshit. I've, I, I don't know if it was Marilyn Monroe or whatever stupid quote it was, but if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't yeah. deserve me at my best. How about you just get your shit together, Susan? <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it, Susan. <laughs> Good God. It, I, I, I do agree. And I, I just look at it from that point of view as, I mean, like I said, the body dysmorphia type of thing. Because mm -hmm. that is a serious issue. <laughs> and I, we, I can't... Well, I mean, I mean look it, at, it is, well, it's a mental thing. Yeah, well, bodybuilders have body dysmorphia. They do. It's they never the see yeah. opposite. Yeah, but at least, at least. Yeah, they're never for they, the most part. They're way healthier. They're yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, the, the juicers. The, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, but there, there's a big difference between being obese and tr trying to get every In, muscle fiber to show. Yeah, like there, there's a big difference there. Yeah, like if you're obese you're dying it's it's very true you're ki you're basically killing your body worse than you're right sweet <laughs> i just like the gavin mcginnis yeah. <laughs> you're, you're dying you're dying <laughs> so when it comes down to this body this more everything what mean, it I comes down to is if your blood type is pudding <laughs> you you need to you need to change it and it's there 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 is no such thing as healthy at every size there, there isn't. There's, there is a general health like I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. A range of general health that you can be in. You don't have to be the fittest. You don't have to be, and you shouldn't be on the verge of being obese. Mm -hmm. You, if you're somewhere in the middle, that's positive. That there you can have body positivity. You don't. You can have a dad bod, and you can still ha be healthy. Yeah. And you but can there's have, a difference between a dad bod and 
Yes, and that, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it's ex- like they're the same. I'm just saying that there is that range that like body positivity should be promoted. I, I guess, but outside the like the other range is good. But if you're extremely obese, that is a health hazard, and you need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. That's just plain facts. And I'm, nobody's ever you no know, like people are arguing it because they don't want to put in the work and they're lazy. Yeah, and, and there's also the sorry. Finish your thing. that. That was pretty much it. And they're, they're just lazy. They don't want. They don't want to put in that effort, or they just they know they should. But they, it's much easier to say, "Well, I'm just happy with my body." Mm. And there's a few people out there that have thyroid disorders that they're okay. Medical but set that aside. I know. I'm saying that, but Th- like, those they, are they, those are outliers. Those are the the like, the exception to the rule. Well, I'm saying like those are the people that they put on the covers of that body positivity, saying you can be healthy at mm-hmm. any weight. Well, they have a medical condition that's like they can't physically be any better than that. You, on the other hand, you just need to put down the fucking candy bar and get your ass moving. Mm-hmm. Get your calorie, your calories burned up. Get a negative caloric intake. That's that's all you need to do. Just have some self control for fucking once. So when it comes to like, oh sweet, what, what motivates you every day to, like, because you just started your journey on the gym again. Yep. So what what motivates you to get in there? Um, and throw up blood occasionally. <laughs> what? He threw up. I'm pretty sure it wasn't blood. No, I was pretty much out. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm pretty he, sure it was the He the worked pre-workout. so hard he threw up. Yeah. My face too. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's just making that like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, basically it's, it's just the motivation to lo- like lose some pounds and kind of get rid of that dad bod a little bit that I've, I've got going on. Yeah. It's all the rage now though. Oh Yeah. Heck yeah, dad bods, they're, they're in. <laughs> dad bods are a thing. Do you ever see that mannequin that's like, finally a realistic expectation, and it's a mannequin has a dad bod? It's just weird. Was it like an actual dad bod, or was it yeah. the one that's like all bent backwards with like a... There, there was one... No, there's just a guy that's like just sitting oh. there, and he's just got a belly, like you can just see poking out, like saggy tits. It's like... <laughs> there, was, there was one that I saw that it, it basically looked like the the mannequin was like neighing and just was like just, just bent back like that and there's like a kid and kid in the window like mimicking it and somebody took a picture yeah. <laughs> what about like life i mean what what's your biggest motivation in life i mean besides the gym like we've talked a lot about motivation so i might, might as well keep going on that topic what kind of motivates you like what what, what do you want to like on a day-to-day basically just paying bills paying bills <laughs> yeah. well, i mean not a huge fan of my job so I mean, <laughs> he loves his job. If you're anyone from his work is listening, he loves working there and wants to do it for the rest of his life. Um, so what? What about you, Bobby? I mean, right now, where? What is keeping you going in this field? Pussy. <laughs> I, I hope you're not saying pussy to high school. Like you're working out in high school. Like I'm doing this for yeah, pussy. Yeah, that might that might be an <laughs> issue. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who says the motivation. What's your motivation like in work, like for doing what you're doing though? I mean, do you just want to try and help the kids? Oh uh, yeah, want? I like helping people. Um, I think it's more, and this is true with a- any coach. I or I think most coaches would agree. Coaching is basically you're you're just trying to give current like whatever athletes you have. You're trying to give them something that you didn't. Mm-hmm. And I, when I was in high school, I didn't touch a weight. Yeah. Um, and you think that, if you would have started earlier, you would have been more successful and or further along in your current I I don't know. I can't I can't say like for sure. Like I can tell you right now, like playing college baseball, coaches aren't looking for a five foot eight hundred and fifty pound outfielder. Mm-hmm. Like they're like they're not. So I got overlooked. Even though I played really well, mm-hmm. I was still I was not built for it. Yeah. See, I had the like when it come to my high school career. 
Um, I, I actually was pretty good. I mean, we had exceptional athletes, like I said. We have talked about it. And we had kids in my year of track. That broke the state record in the same race that I ran. Five people in your state. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had a kid run. I think it was like a forty-six, four hundred. Like, dude was unbelievable. He he ran in the two mile, the one mile, the one hundred, the two hundred, four hundred, and eight (laughs) hundred. He was native. He was native. Yeah, he had this long hair that would just flow behind him. So if you were running behind him, you get slapped in the face. Like, (laughs) he he was he was a smooth. He was skinnier than a freaking twig. Wait a minute, you're. Why, why are you that close to somebody who's running? Like, why are you that close behind him? He had lo- that long of hair. You ever seen, like, those natives that have, like, really long hair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he didn't tie it up. He just let it flow. Use it as a weapon. Distraction. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, like, he was an exceptional athlete. And then in my grade, like, I had a kid that was running 48s. Like, they were nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, two seconds on a 400, that's, that's quite a bit. But it's, I mean, it's not. I mean, he he was an exceptional athlete. He went to a D two school and like did pole vault. He was an amazing athlete, and so I I didn't even place at state, and I ran like a 40, 49, 48. I think it was a forty eight point six or something, or forty nine, and it so and I just got overlooked too. I was a I, I ran well. I I was almost picked up by Northern, but I got NCAA. I was a half credit short, so I didn't end up getting to do track at Northern, um, and then I just kind of got off. I kind of got out of shape for that my that sport, and so I couldn't really do what it. What got anymore. you out of shape? I, I got into. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I got I got more into like lifting too. So um, when it came oh, those sixteen ounces, <laughs> a little bit too many. Well, I got too top heavy because like in high school I was very thin too. I was real skinny, but I was also a pole ball, or a high jumper. So I mean, you I was I had really good hops, and but when I gained weight my vertical decreased by about like four inches and I couldn't, I didn't have the flexibility or the, yeah, I just kept like knocking over the bar. So I just kind of lost and I couldn't get back into it. And I, I thought about doing the 400 again, but I just, I wasn't like even close. And it would have taken a lot of work, which I probably could have done, but I was, wasn't at a time in my life where I could. Tall boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then, so yeah, I mean, that kind of got me out of it, but I still, I've always been in, still into the gym, obviously why I'm in my major. So, I mean, that's what motivated me. And I, I want to be able to, like in high school, I had a great strength and conditioning program that I, mean, I learned a lot. And I, so I just assumed everybody had that. And I get out of there and I'm talking to people like you guys. And you're like, no, I've never had anything like that in school. I mean, it was like we we had some weight room stuff. Or I've been in the weight room a few times. I'm like, oh, okay. So like you have a g- good general knowledge. No, people don't know anything about it. So I'm like, wow. It, it, it kind of shook me, it shook me a bit. Like, okay, people don't actually know what this stuff is. Maybe if I work, can help some people... I can make a difference in some of those people's lives. And that's kind of why I enjoy the health field and trying to get, spread out all information and try and get people in there or give them the information they need. So, I mean, that's kind of my motivation. Let's change, let's do a change because we're running out of time. So just for fun fact, it's uh, Sweet's birthday today. It's 420. Um, Sweet, how Blaze does it? Blaze it. <laughs> how does it? blazing. <laughs> so how does it feel to be born on 420 and not be a stoner? Um... It was weird. It took till high school to even know what that was, because that's when like <laughs> He's the stoners really started up. And so then when they would find out that it's your birthday, they'd be like, "Oh, smoke a lot of weed." I'm like, "No, like never." <laughs> and then they're like, "Wow, that's a waste." And just <laughs> <laughs> I know, like every time like you uh, people check your birthday for when you're going to the bar, so you can always tell which bouncers are stoners. <laughs> <Yeah. like, laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, and then they hand it back to you. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, so that's. 
I mean, that, that honestly, that's like being, Bobby, what would you say about it? It's like, if you're not, it's, it's like if you hate Star Wars and your birthday's May 4th. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. Yeah, just, just, you, just have to, you just have to live through it every, yeah, yeah. every day. It's yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. My mom uh, texted me earlier wishing me a happy birthday. I think she just found out sometime recently that... 420 is National Pot Day because her next message, which is the first year that she's ever said anything like this, uh, was get that chronic. <laughs> essentially, it was uh, everybody's going to be celebrating your birthday today. If you lived in Denver, you could celebrate by going to Carl's Jr. and getting their new weed infused burger. <laughs> God, that is such a weird one. I bet that tastes like crap. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be, that'd be something yeah, interesting. Because to everybody try, gets yeah. weed for the taste. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just like alcohol. Everyone drinks it because they love it. Yeah. Actually, whiskey's good. But So <laughs> we're, we're pretty much out of time today. So uh, thank you for joining us today. And I hope you guys enjoyed the getting into the motivation side and the fitness side with Bobby and uh, Sweet and I. So get you off your ass. Go do something. Words to live by from Bobby. Uh, go ahead and if you want to support us, you can go on to Patreon at lightbeersheavyweights. Dot com. You can donate to us. You can do- donate one dollar, and you can be a-, a cooler, or you can donate five dollars and be a beer lifter. Uh, either way is going to help us a lot. If you aren't able to donate, beers. you can go on can to iTunes and leave us a good review, or like us, or share us with your friends. Just get our get us out there. Anything really helps. Just trying to get our name out there and get more listens and views. So, if you have anything, any topics that you'd want us to talk about, you can go ahead and shoot us a direct message, or just tag us on Twitter or Instagram and you know just tell us what you want to hear. All right. Buzzy.